Good afternoon for all those on the East Coast and good morning for those who are on the West Coast. Today is a beautiful day here in Florida. We're in full-blown spring and I am really enjoying my jasmine. I have some jasmine that climbs up the stairs to my front door. And so at this time of year, every time I go into the front door, I get to get a rush of that beautiful smell. So I hope that all of you out there are enjoying some of the benefits of spring and the way that the world is opening up and bringing life. That's what, that's what spring is all about, is new life. And so if you haven't already, find something that you can freshen up in your life. Maybe you can get rid of some old clothes. Maybe you can do what I've been doing. I've been painting cabinets. And so that's, it's been a great, great week for me. Today, I want to talk about sleep. Sleep is a big issue for most people because most people don't get enough of it. And those who are getting enough sleep or maybe spending a lot of time in bed are maybe not getting the quality of sleep that they need. I have, I have two different sleep trackers because I'm kind of obsessive about getting enough sleep. I've had four babies. I have five children. One, my youngest is adopted. And my four children that I had, I even when I was pregnant, I fought really hard to make sure that I got enough sleep each night because I've always been really sensitive to how much sleep I get. I've noticed that I'm a lot more emotional. I'm a lot less clear thinking. And I just don't really like how I feel when I'm not well slept. And so that's something that I have my whole life figured out little tips and tricks and things that work and things that don't work. And so I wanted to share some of those today because if you are feeling stress or anxiety in your life, step number one really is taking care of your physicality, making sure that you're eating making sure you're eating healthy, and also making sure you're getting enough sleep each night. Those are all really, really important things. So one of the things that happens to most people, I know that there are many different reasons for insomnia, but one of the primary reasons is stress. What happens is we have things that we're stressed about, and most people will think about them, and then they'll rethink about them, and then they'll rethink about them. But it's kind of like making to-do lists. Your brain doesn't differentiate that you're just repeating. It counts it a second time. So I know when I was in college, there were some classes that had an R next to them and some that did not. So if it had an R next to it, it meant that if you took it again, you would get additional credit for it. And if it didn't, that meant that it would replace the old one. Well, our brain doesn't replace the old one. It has an R next to everything. So what that means is, say I'm thinking of a to-do list and I, I need to pick up some groceries, I need to call somebody, and I need to make my bed, okay? So if I think, okay, I need to pick up groceries, I need to call someone, I need to make my bed. And then five minutes later, I say in my brain, okay, I need to pick up groceries, I need to call someone, I need to make my bed. And then five minutes later, I need to pick up groceries. I need to call someone and make my bed. At this point, my brain thinks I have nine things to do, not three. Okay, And it's not a conscious thought because we know there's just three. But we have put the energy into our body of nine things. Now, how many of us only think about it three times? How many of us only have three things on the list? So you compound that. And most of us, by the end of the day, our brain thinks we have hundreds of things to do. 
And so it's no wonder we're overwhelmed because the brain counts things as one, two, three, and then many. Everything after three is a lot. So if, if, we, if there are hundreds of things that, are, that we are creating the energy space for, we are going to feel hopeless, we're gonna feel anxiety, we're gonna feel overwhelmed, and it's gonna be very stressful. Well, then you take all of that worrying. So this could be true for a to-do list. It could also be true for something that we're trying to solve or we're stressing about or we're frustrated about, maybe a conversation that we didn't like that happened, maybe a conversation that we need to have or would like to have but probably shouldn't. So this can happen for any of those. We'll think through it and then we'll repeat it. And so it's as if there's more than one of them, which gets very stressful. So then we take that throughout the day, we have this multiplier effect, and then we try to sleep. Well, one of the purposes of our subconscious mind in sleep is to solve problems. <laughs> but if we overload it with hundreds of things that it thinks it needs to solve, then it's very, very difficult. It's, it's we're creating an impossible scenario. Our dreams actually are, are symbols of that that process of solving. And sometimes the solutions come through the symbols of our dreams, which is why dream analysis is a very, very cool and very um, interesting therapeutic approach. So we have this solving that's trying to happen, but if there's too many things, it makes it difficult. So we wake up a lot, we, we're interrupted a lot, and we don't go all the way into that deep sleep because we can't, we can't figure it out. So there's a few techniques that we use with that. Oh, and I also wanted to add another thing that happens as anything we're thinking right before we go to sleep, we repeat 17 times during the night. And so being really careful, tip number one is being very careful what we think during that hour, but especially the last 15 minutes before we go to sleep. So when you lay down that we want to be very conscious and we decide what thoughts are going through our mind because that's what's going to dominate. So if we're thinking angry thoughts, if we're thinking worried thoughts, if we're thinking overwhelmed thoughts about what we need to do tomorrow, then that's what's going to be repeated 17 times. So then we have that multiplier effect again. Okay, so I just have a list of simple tips and, and techniques that have been helpful for me. And I'm also doing this, the idea of sleep has been on my mind because I also own another company, Rocky Mountain Oils. It's an essential oils company. I own it with my husband. And this week they're doing a sell on our blend. They're bringing back a blend called Dreamtime and it's a favorite one. And so there's a lot of emails happening, a lot of marketing happening around sleep. So it's already present in my mind and probably being repeated throughout my own sleep. Mm -hmm. So there's a few things is one, we talked about how we'll worry and we'll repeat things. So what I do is I'll actually schedule when I get to worry about something because we think that we need to worry about it right now or else we will never solve it. But as soon as we schedule it, and I mean even put it in a planner or a calendar item or put it as a notification on your phone. And that seems really terrible to say, well, scheduling time to worry isn't worrying bad. Well, would you rather worry all day long about something or would you rather have a set amount of time where you can think through something and look for solutions. Okay, either way, if you're gonna worry about it, you may as well limit it to a specific window. So if your brain knows, no, I get to worry about this tomorrow, and I'd recommend it always be earlier in the morning because your brain is at its best problem solving, because once again, you've actually already solved it in your sleep, so your brain is ready to, to help you create those solutions right now. But never right before bed. <laughs> that will never help your sleep. 
unless you're someone where you just brilliantly come up with the best solutions right before bed and it doesn't affect your sleep, I would assume you wouldn't have been listening this long because I'm, I'm guessing most of the people listening are wanting better sleep. So scheduling our worry time. Number two, I mentioned essential oils. And over the past year, I have had some different times where I've needed help with my sleep. And one of the things I use is lavender. Lavender is one that's commonly shown for help in both sleep as well as just general relaxation. It's one that has, has scientific research behind it that it helps increase the influence of your parasympathetic nervous system. So your sympathetic nervous system is the fight or flight. It's the one that keeps us in worry and anxiety. Parasympathetic is responsible for resting and digestion and reproduction. So if you want to have relaxing sleep, I would recommend anything that helps the parasympathetic nervous system. And lavender is a simple one. And I just put it on my, on my forehead, on my temples, sometimes on my neck, depending on if I'm feeling like my stress is about words. And then I'll put some on my chest. So that's what I do with lavender. Um, another great thing that I found recently, we talked about how whatever you're thinking right before you go to sleep is repeated 17 times. So I was had it recommended to me to do some hypnosis, sleep hypnosis by Steve G. Jones. He's a clinical hypnotherapist. And he has several tracks that you can find for free on Spotify. That's the ones that I use. But he has tracks that are about unlimited confidence, about um, overcoming fear of rejection. There's some really, really powerful ones. And he does these and also helps you get to sleep at the end. And I actually never make it through more than maybe five minutes before I'm out. And, and he creates triggers in all of them so that what, you're anchored to specific words and those will automatically start putting you to sleep. But in the meantime, what you're putting in your mind to be repeated 17 times is things to help you be more confident or to have less fear. And so that's why it's so very, very powerful. And that's Steve G. Jones. And feel free to reach out to me in a message or a comment if you want, want to hear who that is again. Another silly thing that I do when it comes to overcoming stressful things at sleep is I, because sometimes I sleep on my side, I kind of sleep on all positions, but um, I've noticed that sometimes my mouth will kind of curve down a little bit when I'm sleeping. <laughs> and so I will like have the pillow push my mouth into like a slight smile. I know that sounds really dumb, but when you are smiling, you actually trigger your body to release happy chemicals. Even if you fake smile, it's the same with fake laughter you will still release happy chemicals into your body as if you were just full of joy and it came out naturally. And so I will actually make it so that I'm partially smiling and that automatically will shut down some of the worried thoughts. Um, breath work. Breath work is huge and I've talked about it a few other times, but there's a few different techniques for breath work. There's four, seven, eight breathing where you breathe in for four counts, you hold for seven, you breathe out for eight. That's one that is very helpful for the parasympathetic nervous system. And there's also another one that's used in pranic healing, and that is 6363. So you breathe in for six, you hold for three, you breathe out for six, you hold for three. But the specific technique for sleep would be that you use, you breathe in with your left nostril, you hold, and you breathe out with your right, hold, breathe in with the right, hold, 
breathe out with the left. And so you, you'd repeat that for about five cycles, but by starting on your left side, because our left side is the one that's connected to our parasympathetic nervous system, it will help trigger that. And then finally, the last one I wanted to mention was this weird one that works for me and may work for no one else. I don't even know if everyone can do it. It depends on your body shape and your, the direction of your hips. It might not be comfortable for you, but something that is like magic for me is I will use a pillow and I will put it under my stomach and I'll tuck my knees up under, you know, like I'm, I don't know, like I'm kneeling down and, and putting my face on the ground to pray. And I'll put my head on my pillow, put my hands here so that I can still breathe. And for some reason that always in the middle of the night, if I get in that position, it will just, I'll get very, very sleepy within about 10, 15 minutes. So those are some of my tips about breathing. If you have any questions or if you have any challenges and you try all these things and they don't work, I'd love for you to reach out to me because I have more things and more, more tips and tricks. Or if you have a question of something that you would like me to discuss in a future live or podcast, depending on where you're listening, uh, reach out and let me know. But that is my content for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it's helpful to somebody and get somebody a little bit more sleep so that you can be your best self and be the gift to the world that you were made to be. So I love you. Feel free to reach out and have a wonderful week.